Hello there. Welcome back to the Truth and Gratitude podcast. I am Brooke and I hope your 2021 is going swell. I wanted to come on and tell you my story all about COVID-19, my story with COVID. Now, before I even get started, let me just go ahead and preface and say, number one, I am not a doctor. I am not giving medical advice at all. Um, There are severe cases out there for sure. I understand that. And it's not something that I'm taking lightly. I will tell you that. But this is my story. This is not um, anyone else's story. So I have a right to my opinion, to my thoughts about my story with COVID. So please do not send me any notes. Um, So anything that I share with you today or uh, anything that is my opinion about my COVID experience is my opinion, right? Um, So we all, where where do I even start? Uh, Obviously, I am finishing up my quarantine time with COVID. Um, And I will be honest, you know, COVID is one of those things where in the very beginning when it first started, I, um, was nervous just like everybody else for sure. Uh, obviously the first time I'd heard about it was almost a year ago. I was teaching at school and I remember us getting ready to shut down the school. And I remember my friend telling me, you know, we'll probably be shut down for like, so I remember at the time they were saying it was like two weeks and I was like, there is no way, there's no way we're going to be closed down for two weeks. And two weeks felt like, forever, right? Eternity. And then I remember that transpired to a month and then the whole, the rest of the school year and then the entire summer. And then I had my daughter during COVID and I just was like, what in the world is going on? But we have been very lucky, very, I'm very grateful that we have not um, gotten COVID until now up to this point, almost a full year. Um, And so I, I, I I did take it somewhat seriously, I guess you could say. I wore mask where it was required, but I will be very honest with you, me and my family, uh, as soon as those masks were not required in a certain area or if we were outside, that mask immediately came off so that I could get a breath of fresh air. I truly believe that fresh air is what we need during this time. Again, that is my opinion. Um, and so any opportunity that I had to rip that thing off my face or to get a breath of fresh air, by golly, that's what I did. And that's what I did for my child as well. Um, I, I do think it's wild and it's crazy that we, uh, it took this long to even get COVID um, because my husband is a firefighter um EMT. So he, he's going out on these calls. He is exposed to other people who he's been around plenty of people who have had COVID. Um, and, you know, he's exposed to all of those things and they have to, you know, mask up in certain situations, but other situations, they may not have the opportunity to get it on quick enough or, or they don't really know what situation they're walking into. So, and I teach, so here we are, almost a full year and have not had it. So I'm very grateful for that. So what's interesting and amazing in the same sense is 
I was wrapping up 2020, right, end of the year, and I decided I am going to take a few days um, to detox from social media, and I'm really going to just focus on myself, focus on my family um, for the next few days and, and really kind of um, get some clarity and some insight into what I want for 2021. So therefore, I'm pulling away from social media, and I'm going to just... Um, yeah, detox. Um, and the moment that that came out of my mouth, that is when I, that day I found out that I had COVID. Um, so I've gotten a lot of questions like, you know, how did you know you had it? Or how did you know when to get tested? Or what were your symptoms? Um, how long do I have to quarantine for? So this podcast episode is answering all those questions for you. Um, and hopefully helping you out. Um, and, and I'll give you some tips on some things that we have done to kind of help along the process and what my symptoms were. So um, it was New Year's Eve that I actually went and got tested. Um, my whole family went and got tested. Um, and I actually, what's odd is my girls, both of my girls were very snotty, sneezing, um, maybe like a couple weeks before this. So, you know, nasty green boogers, right? Snot. And every time they sneeze, it was a long, long strain of boogers. And I'm like, uh, you know, and I just thought it's a cold, you know, it's changed over to cold seasons. This happens every year for everybody, for everybody's children. I mean, if you have kids or if you work with kids, you know, they are some nasty human beings, right? They just, they are just like these little germy, germy sponges. So I'm used to that, right? I, I work at a school. I, I know how sick kids get. So that was all that they had though. It was like snot and sneezing. Um, And other than that, they were fine and they were great. So we go through, I would say a week and a half, two weeks to that. And they were going to school. They um, were being watched by some family members. I mean, we just carried on as usual. And then I would say our Christmas break hit and I was feeling fine. No big deal. And then we had Christmas and two days later... Um, so the 27th, I started feeling kind of, I woke up with a headache and it was one of those headaches where it just kind of felt like, you know, it's the cold weather and allergies and it was a dull headache, but one of those headaches that just did not go away. Um, I took ibuprofen and, and nothing seemed to work and my legs were achy that day wasn't severe, but, and it wasn't all over body aches, but it was just achy in the legs. And it was to the point where I was just like, man, I just don't feel good. This is really weird. This is odd. And I've had this before, um, when I was pregnant, but you know, I just assumed, okay, I'm getting whatever the girls had, but don't think for not one hot minute. I wasn't questioning. I was like, oh my gosh, do we have COVID? You know, I was Googling, left and right like what are the symptoms what's the first thing I need to look out for and let me take the self-test assessment and all of this and so that whole day I had achy legs a headache and I had a low-grade fever so low-grade being like 99 I think at one point it got out to like 100.7 so the rest of the day I was monitoring my fever um 
I took Tylenol, cold and flu. Um, but those were my only symptoms on that first day. And I just made sure to drink tons of water and I just didn't want to do anything, which was really hard because, you know, I have two small children. I have a seven month old and a three year old and it's Christmas break and they're running around like crazy. So I'm like, gosh, I I don't want to do anything. So, um, I monitored that for a little while and finally, um, I had told my husband, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm running a fever. Like, what should I do? And, um, I decided that I would go ahead and go to an acute care place for testing. And that first day, I mean, it was like five o'clock. I was like, all right, I'm running a fever. I'm going to go ahead and go to get checked. And I go to the only acute care place that is offering a fast rapid test around the holidays and I show up and the parking lot is slammed and I go and immediately right there on the door it says sorry we've run out of tests for the day I'm like oh my gosh (laughs) crap okay and so you know you think that like these tests are so easily accessible um and I was coming to find out that that truly in my case, maybe it's not for your case, but for my case, that was not the case. So I was like, screw it. I'm going back home. I'm getting some soup, you know, whatever. It's fine. A couple days pass. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling good. And that was kind of the rule that I followed was that, okay, whatever rule we follow at the school, you know, if a child or if a faculty member has a symptom, they are expected to not come back you know, wait a 48 hour time period to make sure they don't have those symptoms, um, before you're just out coming back to school and whatnot. So that is the protocol I followed it. I was like, okay, I'll just wait out 48 hours and see how I'm feeling. The next few days I felt fine. No big deal. But during that time I started kind of getting like allergies, like a head cold. But other than that, no fever, no headache, no aches, nothing like that. So during that time, I was out running my errands. Yes, I made sure to wear a mask um, in um, certain areas that needed to have one. Um, But other than that, I mean, I just kind of went about my daily business. Finally, on New Year's Eve, we had no plans whatsoever. Um, A friend had came over um, to hang out. Our children were playing together. Um, very, we've always done that and we continue to do that during this pandemic time. I was feeling great that day, but honestly, what I told her this, what was so funny was that morning it was New Year's Eve. I had decided that, oh, I'm going to have some mimosas, um, that morning just to celebrate. Oh, okay. You know, it's New Year's Eve. And, um, I had poured myself a mimosa and I remember us talking and I'm drinking it. And I'm like, man, like I didn't eat this thing strong enough. Like I need to go back and add some, some more Prosecco. Like I can't even taste this. And, um, I, I could taste it a little bit, but it just didn't taste very strong. So that was my first clue. And, um, you know, they're, they're playing and, and we're talking and they leave And I go ahead and I put my three-year-old down for a nap and she's running a fever. I'm like, gosh, that's weird. Like she hasn't had a fever this entire time. This is really strange. And it was a low-grade fever. It was like 100. And um, I go ahead and I put her down for a nap and I tell my husband, I'm like, okay, something's up. 
something's up because she's got a low-grade fever. And at this point, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done guessing with, you know, what do all these symptoms mean? Do we have COVID? Like, I was just done with it. I was like, let's all freaking go get tested because I'm so sick and tired of just the guessing game. And we were just a few days away from, you know, having to prepare and get ready for school if we were going to go back. And so I wanted to know. So she wakes up from a nap and we all pile up the whole car. And um, I was like, let's go. And let me back it up a little bit. Uh, When I tried to go get tested at the acute care place and that one day they had said that they didn't have any tests available, I actually went back the following morning just to double check and make sure. And let me tell you what, I pull up and I pull up immediately as soon as they open. The whole parking lot is slammed and, you know, and I think, what day was that? I feel like that was around the holiday time period, you know, like it was either the day before New Year's or it was New Year's Day parking lot is slammed and and just to give you a heads up if you go and do this I pull up everybody's sitting in their cars you know and I called and I was like hey I just I I wanted to check and make sure you know what is the protocol do I need to come in you know I don't really want to come in because I got my two babies in the car and the lady was like oh there's a sign-up sheet outside first basically first come first serve you need to write your name down but you need to know that it's going to be an extremely long wait and I'm like oh okay so I get off the phone I'm like okay it's fine so I walk up to the door y'all it was a minimum three hour wait three hours and I got my two babies in the car I don't even have a bra on okay because i assumed and I knew that most people got tested in the car you know I've got one bottle available um that I've brought with me because I had my baby and I'm like okay maybe it'll be like an hour or two no it was a freaking three hour wait and I was like bye-bye I'm not doing that um so I left I'm like I am not getting tested and I and I made that decision because that day I was feeling so much better I just wanted to see if I could get tested. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. So fast forward, New Year's Eve, daughter's running a low-grade fever. I'm fed up with all the mumbo-jumbo in my head thinking, you know, what is this? So we go and we actually go to a place that offers rapid testing. Um, I think most of these places that you're going to where there's an extremely long wait, I'm not sure if the testing is rapid. Um, it might be, you know, it might be rapid testing, but the particular place that we went to, I don't know why it was so fast, but I do know that we had to pay $75 a person. And at this point I was like, screw it. I will pay whatever. I just need to know. Um, and I will be honest, you know, I kind of went back and forth with it. I'm like, okay, why are we getting tested? What, what is the point? Because I'm having symptoms, but the, there's nothing I can do about it. Like once, if you have COVID, there's nothing I can do other than quarantine and tell other people, but there's nothing I can do. But I was like, fine, we'll go. So we go to this place and it's $75 a person and we wait in the line, but you stay in your car the entire time. And it's just kind of like a drive through and you fill out paperwork, get up to the front. And I did not want my seven month old tested. By this point, she was feeling a lot better, not really sneezing, but I was just like, no, she is way too young. Absolutely not. Um, 
so we go ahead and we're like, all right, we want three tests, please. I mean, it's like, like a drive-thru, like a fast food drive-thru. And so they're like, okay, that's $75 a piece. We're like, fine, screw it. We don't care. And, um, I will tell you the nose swab for this test. I don't know why it didn't hurt as much as when I, ha- I had to get one whenever, uh, I was in labor for, uh, my seven month old. Um, that was, it was during, it was in the month of May. So the protocol was, is that you got a rapid COVID test before, um, before, really the process started because they wanted to check and make sure that you did not have COVID because if you did, they had to fully suit up and all that thing. So I will tell you y'all that COVID test in the hospital, holy smokes, that swab went all the way up my freaking nose. I feel like it went almost to my eyeballs. Okay. When she pulled it out, there was like blood on it. Okay. Because she'd gone so far up by golly, I was, I was negative. I mean, I better have been negative because of how far she went up, but holy smokes that that was painful. But this test was not painful. This test was like, it tickled, you know, and it tickled and we're like, oh my gosh, like your eyes are watering because you're like, gosh, that tickles. Um, so they did my husband, they did me, they did my daughter, they did two swabs, um, both nostrils. And then they're like, all right, you'll get your test results in 15 minutes. And by this point, I was, I was about a hundred percent sure that I had COVID and I'll tell you why. Um, I got in the car. My husband has, um, some chapstick for me on my side of the car and it's my favorite chapstick. It smells like the beach. It's like coconutty and like, you know, fruity smelling. And so I put some on and couldn't smell it. Like I had that chapstick all the way by my nose, could not smell it. I asked my husband, I'm like, can you smell this? He's like, yeah. Then I put it on my lips, tried to taste it. Couldn't taste a thing. I asked my husband, I'm like, can you taste this? Or, you know, can you smell it? And, you know, here, put some on your lips. He, he was like, yeah. And so I'm like, all right, pretty sure I got COVID because now I cannot smell or taste anything. And let me think, that was four days after my first symptom. So it took about three to four days to kind of start noticing a difference in my taste and smell. And I know a lot of people, um, there's some people that don't have that symptom. Um, I did. So we get tested. We wait about 15 minutes. The nurse comes back and she's like, all right, Mr. Schneider, um, you are negative. And then she paused and then she was like, and Mrs. Schneider and your daughter, you guys. And I was like, here we go. She's like, you guys are positive. I'm like, oh, great. So immediately through my head, I'm like, oh, school's about to start. And what do I do? And um, I just kind of had this smile on my face because I'm like, I knew it. And um, so she said, this is what she told me. She said, all right you need to quarantine for 10 days. So now if you were not aware of this, CDC has said, if you have COVID, then you need to quarantine for 10 days. Um, If you do not have COVID, but you've been exposed. So like for my husband, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And at first I'm like, I don't get that. But the reason why they give those additional days is because um, it allows for extra time to check and make sure that you do not get the symptoms that, or you, you don't actually contract the COVID from the person who has it. So there you go. 10 days after I said, okay, well, is there any medicine that I can take? And she told me 
no, which is so strange because I have known people who, who got COVID and they have been given like an antibiotic or they have been given, um, I know one particular person, they had a prescription and it was only for three days and they had to take like eight pills in that one day um, and you skip a day and then you do it again and you do that for three days and I'm like god that's pretty strong taking all those pills who knows what you're putting in your body um and so they were given a prescription we were not we were not told of any medication I don't know if it's because we just went to a rapid place I don't know why but we were not given any medication nothing they just said go home quarantine we're like all right fine so that is what we have done we have quarantined um and to be honest with you, yeah, we've gone stir crazy. Our house is an absolute um, disaster. <laughs> um, but it's been good time together. I will tell you that. There have been moments where I'm like, I'm going to lose it. Um, but it has been good time together because we just had the time to really spend together. My husband is gone several days at a time because of his job. And so we have just been able to be home and do nothing or we've been home to work on projects or we have just been able to spend some really good quality time with the girls in the start of 2021 and I think wow how wild and crazy that I said I wanted to come into the new year detoxing but also seeking clarity and and just really paying attention to what it is that I'm wanting in life but also focusing on what is most important to me and the universe heard me loud and clear and that is how I started my 2021 being in quarantine with my family um and so it was it I will be honest it it's been nice it's been nice being with my family um and just us all sticking it out together and um I will tell you though it sucks it's like a double-edged sword like it sucks losing my smell and my taste because at some point I was like what's the point of me even cooking what's the point of me even making this like delicious yummy meal because I can't taste it I'm like oh the texture of this soup is delicious you know like what's the point um and it was strange because and I will tell you this if I ate something super spicy or super sweet or super tangy I could tell that that food was spicy tangy sweet but I couldn't really the flavor wasn't strong but I could tell that I was eating something with a strong taste for example I took a bite of a salt and vinegar chip I could tell you know my mouth kind of watered I could tell that I was eating something that was had some tang to it but I couldn't really taste the flavor I know that sounds super weird super strange but if you have had COVID and you've had that symptom you know what I'm talking about um so that part was annoying. I will say losing my smell though, um, sucked at first, but then I'm like, Hey, I'm changing baby's diapers. All right. I'm wiping booties. You know, my dog loves to fart and so does my husband. I don't have to smell that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know that's like horrible, but you know, I'm like, okay, I don't have to smell this stuff. Um, and that kind of, you know, came back to get us one time because, you know, my seven month old is fussing and we're like what is wrong with you come to find out she had poop in her diaper we didn't even know it um so I'm sure our home has just smelled real lovely this entire time um my smell and taste has come back I will say it's not 100% you know it's not like wow this is so flavorful um 
but it has come back. It's taken about three or four days. So if you're still listening to this podcast episode, let me give you some tips, um, some things that could help if you have COVID and also kind of help prep your body um, if you do not have it. Once again, this is not medical advice. This is my opinion. So I don't mean any, um, I know, I don't know why COVID has to be such a sensitive subject for people. Um, but this is my story. So let me give you some things that has helped me. So we were not given any medication, no prescription whatsoever, but I got in touch with my midwife, um, because I had gone to a doctor's appointment, um, just a few days before getting tested because I thought I felt better. So she, I had to let her know, Hey, you know, I've been around you. And, um, she's fine. Uh, that's the awesome part is, you know, I had been around my doctor. I'd been around my friend. I'd been around some other people and none of them had it. Um, they kind of watched their symptoms. And by day five, they say that that's kind of around the time frame where you would get tested or those symptoms are starting to show up. Everybody is fine. So God bless to that. Um, But I reached out to my midwife. If you don't have a midwife and you're interested in getting one and you're in the local area, definitely check out um, my write-up, my interview with her on the blog at truthandgratitude.com. But she told me, she said, um, go ahead and get you some um, vitamins. Go ahead and get you some vitamin C. Go ahead and get you some vitamin D, D3, I think, and get some zinc. Um, And I've heard of vitamin C, vitamin D, and I've heard of zinc, but I didn't really know what zinc was for. So um, you can take your vitamin C, a thousand milligrams in a vitamin form or just get those emergency packets. And I was actually doing both, um, which means I was peeing out vitamins. Um, But I was like, hey, whatever. So I took the vitamin C, I did the emergency packets, then vitamin D3. um, And you can get these vitamins anywhere. And then um, zinc. So zinc is really good for your immune system. And not only that, um, on the bottle, it says it helps with smell and with taste. And I'm like, ta-da! And I swear, I swear y'all, as soon as I started taking in zinc, that is when my taste started kind of coming back, um, in small increments. So it's definitely something, I mean, we got all these vitamins now, so this is definitely something that we are going to incorporate in our daily lives from this point forward. You know, we talk about sometimes that, um, we shouldn't really be taking care of our bodies, um, in a reactive way, doing things after or during a sickness. And we tend to do that. I'm so guilty of that. You know, we are, um, taking care of our bodies after we've been sick or, or, you know, we're like, Oh, let's hurry up and and find something, some remedy or some natural thing that we can do to help us through this. But, you know, we should really be doing it in a preventive way. So taking these things to prevent or to help with our symptoms if we do get sick. Um, and that is something that, you know, I took a multivitamin, but I mean, now I'm like, okay, yeah, we definitely going to be having the C and the D and the zinc, you know, daily. Um, and that's not, we're not doing that because we're like, oh gosh, you know, cause I'm terrified, but it's just like, you know, I need to be taking care of my body. Um, and really giving it what it needs to help combat those things. So definitely, I would say, go ahead and pick you up, you know, invest the money in getting some vitamin C, vitamin D3, and zinc, or get those emergency packets. And I'm not telling you to do that out of fear of getting COVID. I'm telling you that we should be doing that 
no matter if COVID were here or not. We need to be taking care of our bodies. So that will help. I think I read a little bit about fish oil will also help. Fish oil is amazing anyways. Um, be careful what fish oil you are picking up, um, but go ahead and get some of those vitamins. Another tip I have for you is get outside. Get some fresh air. I've said it so many times. Nature is medicinal. And even though we have been quarantined, we have been outside. We've been going on nature walks. We have been getting the fresh air, getting that sunlight. You need that. You need that no matter what. Um, But you especially need it when you are sick. Um, Don't stay cooped up in your house. Get outside. Move your body. Um, If you have COVID, you still need to get outside and move that body. Um, Get that blood flowing. Don't just sit on the couch the entire time. Now, we have been doing a lot of couch sitting, but make sure that you are still active. I'm not talking exercising. I'm talking getting up, working on things, um, and really getting the blood flow going. So, um, and with that too, you know, we have gone 10 days, no mask and it's been awesome. I will be honest with you. I despise wearing a mask. So that has helped though, not having to breathe in through a material over my face. Um, so make sure that you are getting the fresh air, taking that thing off, um, for sure. I will tell you, I I understand that the pandemic and COVID has been horrible on some families. Um, people have died from it. It's a ser- it's a serious thing. It is. Um, but in my situation, in my case, with my family, we have been just fine. Um, we have. Um, it, it's been. It's almost like having a head cold. Um, it's almost like having really bad allergies. Now I know, and I I really hope some research goes into. How does it affect one person one way, but not affect another person another way? I'll tell you, you know, my grandfather had this and my grandfather was, you know, or he is, uh, you know, older and um, he has some health issues as well. And he was asymptomatic. Um, it, It didn't bother him that way. And thank God it didn't. But I'm like, wow, that's crazy how someone who has health issues it doesn't even affect them in a way to where someone that same age with, you know, maybe not as many health issues as this one, it like rocks their world. So I really hope that we can, some research can be done on like, how does that happen? It's so strange, you know, and with my girls, you know, our seven month old has been just fine. And I'm, I'm about hundred percent sure that she had it. I, she had to have, she was not sleeping good. She had snotty nose. Like, I just, I feel like, you know, she had to have had it. Um, but she's great. My three-year-old is great. She's running around like crazy. So I will tell you, um, in my opinion, um, don't, well, actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell you how to feel, uh, for me and my family. This has not been an earth shattering thing for some other families. This has been an earth shattering thing. So I'm not going to downplay it. I won't downplay it at all. But I will tell you for my family, uh, we've been blessed and it has been, um, I have had the flu and it's been worse than this. Um, I have had, uh, a parasite and it's been worse than this. So, um, you know, I, I I think that, I, I just think that this is such a, it's a hard thing, you know, because I feel like it's, it is earth shattering for some people and it's not earth shattering for some people. And I think that we see things on the news and social media where it's really hyped up or it's really downplayed. And so we just don't know what to trust. We just don't know 
how serious or not serious it is. And that is a hard thing. It really is. Um, I think that it's one of those things where once you have it, you kind of decide how it affects you in your life. And, um, but I just wanted to share with you today, my story and how it affects me. Hopefully this answers some questions for you. I know I've had a lot of people ask me some questions on, well, how did you know to get tested? And, and you know, how this, how does this work? And so there's a lot of unknown and it's kind of like, you don't really know until you got it. So, um, I really hope that you guys are staying healthy and staying well. Like I said, um, you know, continue to take care of your body by getting outside, getting fresh air, uh, being proactive and and taking vitamins, um, drinking lots of water. Um, you know, you can, you can kind of help your body through this, not saying that you won't ever get it, but there are things that you can do to other than hand washing and staying away from people and, wearing a mask. You know, we hear those three things all the time, but there are other things that we can do to, to just make our lives healthier. So I hope that this kind of helps you. Um, I hope that you are staying nice and healthy and, um, I'm wishing you the best for 2021. So continue to stay for all truths and gratitude content right here on the podcast or on the blog. And I'll be seeing you guys soon.